Ah. Welcome to the mind of Jones. Uh, what are you people doing here? Um, Master Jones. Pimp CPA Tria, nigga. Hello. We have visitors. Oh man, what's going on, everybody? So, welcome to Mind Verse. Oh, Mind of Jones. Not Mind Versus Jones, sorry. Thinking about the podcast. <laughs> when I do it, but, um, Today we're going to be going over a couple of different topics, um, and one that's very uh, controversial. We're trying to see exactly if we can have two different um, points of view in regards to this one person that seems to be getting a lot of um, attention recently. Um, But I went ahead and wanted to bring on one of my closest friends um, to give me more of a female outlook on this person, and so I brought on Nisha. So, Nisha, you can go ahead and uh, put in your taglines. Uh, what's your Instagram so people can be able to get a hold of you, too, as well? So, go ahead. Um, Instagram, you can reach me at Renisha Deshaun. Facebook, it'll be under the same thing, Renisha Stevens. No special monikers, just my name. All right. That's it. <laughs> so, we're going to be going over a couple topics today. Um, of course, no go Twitter, ahead. No Twitter, no No Twitter, no nothing. <laughs> So what no, we're going to do, Twitter, no, of course, go ahead and like and subscribe. Um, this is going to be episode two. So let's go ahead and start dropping into some of the different stories that have been happening over this last week. So we had Jay-Z. Um, looks like he made a new partnership with Motel. Um, it's a Motel Hennessy, actually. It's a distribution line, um, but it also works with a number of different other liquors. Um, and from what it's looking like, they took a 50% profit. Um, 50% stake within the company. So um, this looks pretty good for him for general um, with this Ace of Spades line that he created after the large debacle that happened with um, Crystal, where they had a dislike to rappers mentioning them within their music videos and within their lifestyle. Um, they didn't think that the lifestyle was good for their branding. And so, as you see, they All lost the that branding. That exactly. <laughs> I was about to say all the money they brought in, and you're really upset because the lifestyle they live, long as mm-hmm. they drinking it up, huh? Yeah, they didn't mind that until we had to start bringing their actual name into the music videos and everything else. Oh, we can't have that. That's that's not good for our image. All of a sudden, but oh. Jay Z well, created the not good for their pocket either. Exactly, and Jay Z went ahead and made the Ace of Spades, which has been used in. Multiple music videos also been promoted by a number of different rappers. And it looks like this is probably going to be one of his big lucrative deals that he created. Um, he created his um, this deal between him and the owner's son um, that he was very well connected with. And so this led to this acquisition of the stock within the company. But this also leads to another idea that most people really don't think of when it comes to stocks. And that's a stock within liquor. Um, for his company right now, he sold... In the last year, about 500,000 bottles plus in the last year. Um, And really, the stock on this is crazy. And really, we may start looking at liquor brands as the next next GameStop, maybe. (laughs) It's a good investment because if you think about it, guess what? I don't care what kind of pandemic, recession, Mm -hmm. whatever this country got going on, everybody drinks. Exactly everybody's going to find a reason to drink. So this is the smartest thing that anybody could invest in, but it's also risky because, you know, in the last 
couple months since this pandemic started, it's dropped like 18%. So yeah. it's lost like maybe 1.8 billion or so, mm-hmm. you know, give or take. Man, this is. This but he is, still chump change compared to what they've made. So it is. It's a lucrative business. Hey. It is. I mean, that's the thing right I'm now. Say, if, if I had the money, I should be in on it too. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty good to look into. Mm hmm. That's the thing right now. Shoot. Yeah. People been drowning in this liquor at this moment because they don't have anything else to go, nowhere else to go, no what, nothing else to do. There's no bars, there's no clubs. People are just having their own parties inside their houses, and they need the liquor. And right now, biggest supply is happening within Ace of Spades. I mean, between that, Jack Daniels, not even uh, just that. Yeah, that that company thing, like uh, the company that's uh, merging with him, that. Uh, what is it? LVMD? Is mm-hmm. that like their moniker, the little yeah. initials, the acronym, put it like that? They tend to uh, profit because I feel like at the same time, it's, it's kind of like using him, mm-hmm. you know, because he acquired the brand in, in 2014. Yeah. He acquired 50%, I mean, 20 and 06, I'm sorry, 06. 50% originally, and then turn around and 14 bought the other 50%. So it's his company in total. Yeah. So now they come in and take 50% only after he sold, they seen how it was selling. So I feel like it was a more of a study. Let's see what he can do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they kind of swooped in where they, they seen where it's going to hit. Yep. Even though they're a distribution company, they stand a profit twice as much as him. If yes. you think about it. That's the thing. Because Jay-Z reaches a lot of different people. They can't. Not, not just because of their stature. He reaches all kinds of people. And he brings in new customers, different demographics. So, I mean, hey. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. He, he's his own brand. Saying. He's his own brand outside of this brand. And he's been able exactly. to use it for the NFL. He's been able to use it for the NBA. I mean. To him, it's just just another, another money change. Exactly. He got so many. So that's why I said they stay in the property. That's why I said they're not slick as they think they are. They ain't that slick. <laughs> because, I mean, yeah, it's cute and it sounds good. And I'm glad every, everything's, you know, mutual and it's friendly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they agree on both sides. But they're not slick either. Exactly. You know, they knew exactly some, some what people, they were doing. There was an exact it, mindset of what they were going to be going into when mm-hmm. it comes to this brand. It's and a so, study and watch. Mm-hmm. The numbers match. Everything tends to correlate. So, I mean, just going back, doing your own research. That's why I said, hey. Liquor stock might not be too bad. It might not be. I mean, this might be the I hit the, the lottery. Pool. I'm going to invest. Yeah. We're going to see, man. I mean, let's see what happens in the next couple of months. But honestly, this may be one of his biggest deals that he's put together um, in the time being so. for right now. Definitely over COVID times. Um, if you're not putting out a good deal and you're not making up stuff at this point, you're kind of burning your time out. I might have to go spend go spend some money on Ace to see how Ace's face tastes. Mm-hmm. Because you know, by the way it's selling, it must be real good. Yeah, so if I'm it's selling like that, <laughs> give me a bottle or two, right? Shoot, it's better than getting at them doggone at the clubs at this point. Yeah. Clubs, you cost Not almost better. a good two grand for a bottle. <laughs> like, no, I can just sit at home and sip off my one bottle mm-hmm. and be happy, and nobody else drinking out of it. That's what I'm saying. You ain't got to worry about COVID, none of the, none none of the, of the extra shit house. that comes with it. Shoot, yeah. man. Well, talking about shit that's kind of happening right now, you got Lakeith Stanfield. So this brother, he's done really well. Um, and Judas and the Black Messiah, he honestly was probably one of the better performances between him and Daniel Kalua. Um, But 
and looks like we got to look at a little bit of his mindset right now because um, he's had a couple of antics. Um, a couple of things have come up in the last couple of um, days or a couple of weeks um, between him and the long-going grudge between him and Charlemagne the God of the Breakfast Club. So this has been going on for about, let's say, I think two years now. Yeah. They've been going back and forth. Yeah. Well, it started. I think it started four years ago, actually, because mm. he took a shot at him. Look like every interview that he's done. Yeah. Charlemagne always takes a shot. Yeah. And, and you know, I feel like I, I watched that last thing that you, you know, you sent me with mm-hmm. the, the latest, the latest little incident um, that happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just say back and forth because it's just it's ridiculous at this point. I was just all I could really do was like, really? Because he'll for Charlemagne to say somebody, how you gonna say that um, Lakeith Stanfield he can dish it, but he can't take it. I take yeah. that back. If you go back four years, no, you can you can't take it. You can dish it, but you can't take it. So now that now that it's gotten serious, yeah. And you know, with the gunpoint situation, <laughs> and I feel like everybody wants to try to say he's crazy or whatever. He's not crazy. That man in his, in his right mind, mm-hmm. state, he said he's in a bad, a bad place because of the role he played. Yeah. But all, other than that, I feel like he's in a, a good mind state. I feel like that's just all, um, Charlemagne of God's cover. Cause I feel like he's always bumping heads with somebody. So obviously, the I mean, he's an antagonist. He, he, that's what he I was takes this upon himself to become an antagonist and it works for his style of what he's he looking for. Yeah. It works for his branding wise. Cause he's, right. he's known and as the antagonist he, across somebody, every form at this point. Um, but with Lakeith, I don't know if we can curse on here or not, but you can, <laughs> he going he to get his ass bust. He, he going to keep talking to somebody, bust that ass, and he's going to be well, I mean, looking so He like never that. learned what his lesson from the last time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. never learned his lesson from the last time that he um, caused his on himself and he had to be running through New York trying to get away from him, trying to get a drop. <laughs> but with this, it was crazy exactly. to kind of see. But I, I've seen this grudge for a while now, and I guess it really stems from the first meeting that he had with the breakfast club where he was talking about, I think he was in, was it the photograph or was it before the photograph? He was, he was in get out. That was a while ago. Yes. Remember him and, and Daniel he sat were down in get with out them. together. Mm-hmm. And he sat down with the breakfast club and it wasn't, it was a weird exchange between him and Charlemagne, but then there was a follow up video when it he was. gave him the donkey of the day. And, Yes. Lakeith went on. I saw the commentary that he put towards that donkey of the day to be able to say that his problem with Charlemagne and with some parts of black media is the fact that um, what they're showing is more of a negative outlook on black communities. And so he had a problem with Charlemagne being kind of that focal point and them basically always giving kind of the the worst of sides of the black community which they do he does I, I i'm gonna be honest out of everybody on the breakfast club everybody knows mm-hmm. it's, it's him angelie and uh i forget what is his name dj i can't think of his name right now he ain't really that the hispanic guy. i can't think of his name nobody ever keeps right up with now, him but <laughs> it's usually just oh angelie or charlamagne i actually like him he, dj envy he's, he's the more he's the more there you go it's envy he's but more, it's like um, positive yeah guy. So but nobody ever listens that's to what envy. i'm saying like i <laughs> 
they they don't, but they should. Because yeah. I feel like he, I mean, he's Hispanic. He's not actually black, but he mm-hmm. is of the minority, uh-huh. you know, in the brown community. But still, hell, him and Angela Yee put on put on more for black people and are more supportive yeah. as of you know context and everything else and going into it. No, he tears down people left and right. He always has something negative to say. Always. And I don't the way he portrays it. And I mm. feel like the Breakfast Club is only successful because like I said, it's basically gossip. Yeah. Rumor report. Mm-hmm. All of that. They literally thrive from gossip. Other people's but it's never good. It's always negative. That's the thing. And like to a point, majority of the people listen to Breakfast Club in the black community in general. Like a lot of people listen to the Breakfast Club. And so that's really interesting. I I, don't. Oh, you don't? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> no, I tuned, I tuned out because of him. Like, Charlamagne yeah. just makes me not even, because it gets to the point to where I hear his voice. Like, you hear his voice, you just want to punch him right in the mouth. <laughs> like no. <laughs> that's my thing. Man. It, it's, I get it within media because majority of other media sites do the exact same thing. They find the rumors. They find the worst things that they can put out there to the world because they know that to a point is entertainment. And so they're pulling from what they think people is entertainment mm-hmm. instead of people don't like positivity. Right. People don't feed into positivity. People feed into the negative side because the negative side seems funny right. and it seems entertaining and it seems to a point interesting. You ain't got to worry about your own drama. You can laugh at somebody else. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I can get it. It can be a yeah. good distraction. But, you know, you can have hell going on in your life, but everybody else is funny. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Now, for Lakeith, I... To a point, I wish he wouldn't have put out that video of him dancing, then putting the gun to Why? the photo. It's it's not needed. <laughs> it's just not needed. What? Why would you? it was it was needed? Uh, it was needed. He got to he got to put some fear somewhere in that man's heart because he gonna learn to stop playing with people. <laughs> I don't think anybody can put fear inside of Charlemagne's needed. heart at this point, dude. Uh-huh. To be honest, did, like yeah, <laughs> you had Birdman sitting did. in there screaming "respect on my name," and Charlamagne ain't even bad enough. <laughs> because he and see that's the thing he's so used to causing trouble. Mm-hmm. Even if you, I've even read part. I've read part of his book. He literally thrives off of trouble. Literally, that's what he likes. That 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 is his his niche. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, he likes that. That's kind of what he thrives in. His the crazy thing about so it, it doesn't I, bother him. Like I know he used to work for Wendy Williams, but he basically is the male version of Wendy Williams. Down to the eyebrows and the makeup. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> like that's his, that's his deal. That's his like bread and butter. That's what makes him his brand. Let me right. be that antagonistic. Let me pull the rumors out. Okay. I'm going to be very much disrespectful because so this all stems from an interview that he had with Daniel Kaluuya. And in this interview, he talks about the movie Judas and the Black Messiah. And he mm-hmm. also says to Daniel Kaluuya, how is it working with Lakeith Stanfield? I mean, I saw his role within the movie and it looked mm-hmm. like it was created specifically for him. Now, that was unneeded. That was an undercutting. That was an undercutting. But that was unneeded. It was was. unneeded. Like you just said, something shouldn't be done. That didn't need to be said. You could have just congratulated a man on playing the role so well. Exactly. It was believable. And that way he could have reworded that better. Mm -hmm. But that was was an underhanded compliment. Right. Is what he was trying to go for. That's what he was and trying to, and he knew he was going to get a semi-response from it because he knew the second that he saw it. And the reason why I love Daniel Kaluuya for what he did, he basically was like, I'm not even answering that. 
I know y'all got some beef, and I don't know what's going on with y'all too, but uh, don't put me into this. So let's go on to the next question. And I had to respect him for that. So not even just that. He let it put it out there. He was like, no, no, no. I like when he said, no, no, no. You're not about to do that. Yeah. And he clearly said that in his response. Mm-hmm. After he asked him, oh, y'all got some beef? And he was like, oh, no, no. You're not about to do that. Because yeah. he is a good he guy. He caught it. Like, he is a all-around mm-hmm. good guy. So that's why. But I like the fact that he called him on his bullshit. Yeah. Like, you're not about to diss my friend. Now, that's a real friend. Exactly. Because he shut it down before Charlemagne could even take it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Or it could be perceived as anything else. You're not about to do that. You're not about to talk about my friend. He did that. We're not going to go there. And that's that. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. my thing. So that's why I respected him for that. Like, that was the best way that you could have went outside of that question. Um, just to avoid any other possible issue that could come from it. But that was definitely underhanded. And I get that. But at the same time, I don't know if you should have pulled out that gun on the photo. I don't know about that. I understand the threat behind it. Don't get me wrong. I know what that means, but it's just like you're you're an actor. Death on somebody. You're a top actor right now. He's 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 been an A list actor for a while, even before uh, Get Out, because he was in a lot of things before Mm -hmm. Get Out. So he's but you've got a lot of promotion uh, behind you. You got a lot of promotion. You have a lot of things running in your way. The worst thing. I get what you're saying. It's not worse. It's not for his image wise. It doesn't work well. Yeah. With them putting that video out there, you dancing and then going into pulling the gun out. Well, that's why I was, I think, a post and delete is what they call it. Yeah. Posted and then deleted it. But that's the thing. Even though you post and delete, it can still be found. This game, this ain't yeah, going nowhere. Well, you you right because I saw it on. <laughs> you sent it to me, but I couldn't pull it up yeah. anymore. And you YouTube had it. Mm-hmm. You can find it. it. I think it's, what was so bad about that video, not even the fact that he pulled the gun on him, that he had his daughter in the video. Yeah. I was like, why is your daughter With jumping the, around mm-hmm. to the to the gangster rap and you putting a gun See, to the man's face? That's the, thing. the worst like, thing for me. I want your image to stay clean. You're one of the top actors right now. I want your image to stay clean. So if you can't do that, you can't jump into these arguments, these beasts with Basically a radio personality. And I feel like his image will still stay clean because not being funny, Charlemagne the God is not that important. No. He's not that important. And he's he's literally, I don't think anybody would lose their career behind him. He's literally not worth it. Yeah. He's he's literally just a stepping stone on the way when people start to blow up or when people blow up, that's all he is. He's just literally a pit stop. So, yeah, I no. He's not worth the time of that. <laughs> That's why I said he, he, yeah, he started that. Yeah. I he mean, started he did. that. I think Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield, he finished it. And Charlemagne got, got told off by both of them, him yeah. and Daniel. So yeah. at this point, he might as well sit his ass down somewhere. <laughs> you know, he ain't. You know, that ain't his deal. He got to find somebody else, dude. I feel dude. like it's going to be something else. He, he going to know either that or he going to, I feel like he going to keep it going. Because oh, he's yeah. going to say he's just praying for their brother's mental health. This is going to be a long-standing thing. But I feel like if you're cold. As long as Lakeith Stanfield is there, it's going right, to be a long-standing. But the co-workers are scared for you because DJM was quick to say he was scared. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But, and he's too well-educated yeah. to give in to Charlemagne the God. He's very well-educated because just the way he articulates and the way he speaks. Mm-hmm. Charlemagne couldn't tell me shit if I was him. <laughs> He should. He could have just ignored him and kept it going. It's like the gum being having some gum on you. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Yeah, it's still gonna be nagging. It's still gonna be there. You ain't gonna get it off yet. 
<laughs> but it's gonna be somebody gonna get somebody gonna get him. I mean, we've been saying this shit somebody for like will. five years, and somebody gonna catch <laughs> catch him one good time. Now, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. It's nah. gonna probably be somebody least expected, or when he least expected, beat by somebody he thinks his friend. True, true. It could be that. We've been waiting <laughs> for this man to switch up. He hasn't he's yet. Been waiting. <laughs> for somebody to catch him real quick, but you've been waiting yet. for him to get. Out. <laughs> There's a lot of people that's been waiting to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But nah, I wish nothing well on no, uh, no, No ill will on him. Say it like that. Just, just you may want to keep himself a little bit, a little something close to the chest mm-hmm. <laughs> before he gets himself into anything worse. He might. You know, definitely becomes a yeah. Khalid <laughs> to mm-hmm. Lakeith Stanfield, man. Um, One of the last things we wanted to talk about is probably going to be a long-standing thing. Kevin Samuels. What's your thoughts on this man? He's a so-called image consultant who does counseling. Well, does life counseling for both male and female. um, And also does his live show on Instagram. What's your first thoughts in regards to this man? He a piece of work. Like <laughs> I, I'm just trying to find out wh- where he got the audacity from. Like mm-hmm. it's just one of those things when you see somebody talking, you know how you point at yourself, like you talking to me. Yeah. Like are you? Because you feel like when you watch his show, like. You be feeling like the person he's talking to. Like, I know you ain't talking to me. Yeah. Well, how could you talk to somebody like that? And I feel like his spouse, which is questionable because I'm not sure if it's a man or woman at this point, by the way, he carried himself. Mm -hmm. Better look like a million bucks. They better be (laughs) built for the gods. Like, everything. The way he talks about people. I mean, it's it's very interesting. They call. They call in. They call in thinking they're getting they advice. Call, I don't mean, know why people call his show to get disrespected. They get disrespected and called names and being called broke and all kind of extra stuff. Man, I watched one of his videos. Take for instance, the lady uh-huh. that he called average. Average at best is what was he's well known for as his video. She makes right, but I felt like I understand what she makes and I understand all this and mm-hmm. stuff that he. Was saying, but I do feel like to a certain extent, I'm gonna be honest. He's telling the truth because you got to think about it. He has no bias. He doesn't owe these people anything. And that's like that woman that I tuned s- in that he called that. And see, that's the thing. I I semi like the way that he goes at it because it is harsh, but it is, is it is a clear yeah. perspective on like okay, she was making what was it six figures. She makes over six. She makes over, over six, six figures. figures. She also was mm-hmm. what looked like maybe maybe late 30s. She was 35. Okay, 35. She was 35. And she had, what, two kids or one mm-hmm. kid? I can't remember. I know she had kids. I can't remember the exact number. Yeah. But I think it might only be one, maybe. And she had an issue with the fact that um, she kept dating what she called, I guess, average men. Is yeah. what she what she categorized them as is basically average men. They're not really 
they're not making more than me. They they don't do as much, and you know I'm I'm looking for somebody that that's high quality. It's what he likes to call high quality people. You know what she asked for a man. Mm-hmm. Her specifically, she wanted a man that brings the same thing to the table that she offered. Yes, but he was saying the kind of man that makes over six figures wouldn't be interested in her. Because of the fact is that she has a kid, mm-hmm. she looks old. Because uh-huh. he was saying she's already up in, and it was different things like that that they didn't want her. And I mean, by looking at her honest opinion, Ty, what what is your opinion of her? Do you think that she was just average? And see, I that's mean, because you got to think from. That's from a, another male's perspective. As a female, yeah. I'm always uplift. You got to know about that. and I. I that's how I, I'm not going to do dog out nobody in and see that's the thing that's what I expect from that but the only thing I see is like with the amount that she makes is great that that's exceptional but also her age does put her into a new bracket so her age puts her into the bracket of somebody that's either around around their late 30s early 40s is what she's probably going to end up with then you add in the kids. Most people that say single man, no kids, don't really look for somebody that already has kids. Especially somebody that already has kids and is up in age. Correct. And what she's of, asking for was somebody that makes similar to the amount that she makes. So we're talking about somebody in six figures. So mm-hmm. imagine, let's say... Would you think a twenty year old that's making six figures would ever look at a lady that of her age? That's like uh, one of them professional football players. That's uh-huh. Just take uh, JJ Watt just So let's go I'm up being, another ten. I couldn't see JJ Watt looking her way. Yeah. So let's go up another ten. Thirty now. I couldn't You talking about to her okay. I couldn't see JJ Watt looking her way. So let me mm-hmm. think who's up in age. Even if you think about what's I can't think of his name. He's sports analyst now. Uh, I'm just thinking on them. If you think about any rapper, any mm-hmm. any entertainer, or even actor, I just couldn't see. Because most of the time, most of them are with women. Like he said, because God said in the video, most of them, the bosses and stuff that they have are people that they built with, even yep. though they didn't look the part. Exactly. You know, at first, they looked apart now because now they have the money and they built together. They made that money together. But see, and that's nobody the thing. gets to go and pick up nobody. That's-, that's the thing. So either they're already going to be married or they're going to be single, mm-hmm. basically single as fuck because they don't have to worry about shit. And now I could just find a random chick be, that hits all of my cues that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Why do I need to? Why do I need to even try to apply myself <laughs> to somebody that's in their late 30s? With kids, even if they make the same amount, because that's a the one thing of, with like men, we throw away that idea now, of you making the same amount of money as me or making more than me. Sometimes we throw that out because now it goes off of to a point. It goes off of looks and personality, right? But I'll be honest. At this point, if you think about now and then myself mm-hmm. being being married and uh-huh. two kids myself. If I was to get divorced today or tomorrow, just like I tell my husband, because we have a conversation all the time, uh-huh. you know, we laugh and joke. 
a lot of men don't mind being step parents, but when I say that's a particular small few, it's a special because a lot of them that don't have kids, they don't typically want exactly mm-hmm. a special few that want that don't mind taking in somebody else's kids. But a lot of people nowadays, even females, aren't because I have like said single friends and mm-hmm. friends of all kinds, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of them aren't interested in relationships or let alone monogamy, put it like yeah. that. So they they kind of just go for what you know. And like you said, money is a factor. But some days, you know, some people, if you give it the right person, they don't mind you not doing anything and just you taking care of you. They don't mind. So money is a big no-go. Yeah. But Oh, you kind of cut out a little bit. There we go. I feel like if you make that much money and you're trying to get care of yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. If you, I feel like make that kind of money. Like I said, um, the Kardashians weren't always pretty. Put it like that. True. But when they got the money, they became they got the, the baddest surgeons. things they ever. Got the, everybody <laughs> they got everything they, they needed. So but that's my thing. That's my point. And wrong with surgery. I feel mm-hmm. like go ahead and enhance if you got to. Because I feel like go for what you want. You see, you don't go for what they want. So yeah. therefore... If you gotta enhance your figures, your features and stuff to get the prize or the man that you want, then I say do it. But she thinks she's gonna do it naturally. That's the thing. I, I do agree with him. It's not gonna happen naturally. No, you're not gonna get to that point. You're not he, gonna find gonna that old. type of person. He's gonna be a very old man that can't do anything. And that's, that's what, what you're gonna be say. looking he's at. Gonna you're gonna be, be old, looking at an Anna Nicole Smith type situation. Is what you're looking at. Yeah, or somebody in their fifties or sixties, and he's gonna be old money. You yeah. know, old money is good money because that's the money gonna last forever. That's True. the money I've been around. But that's the kind that's gonna love her for who she is because most and people see, that's now the thing. are so shallow. That's the thing. But the that's, generation now very shallow. And that's what I understood from him and the fact that he was like, "You're not gonna get what you want from this. You can keep believing that that's what's gonna happen. You're not gonna get what you want from this. What you're gonna find yourself in is either in a relationship with a very old man that has a lot of money." But he doesn't have the availability or the time to be able to go places that you're looking to go to because you still want to travel. You still want to be this lively person. You're not going to get that. You've already hit your threshold of when you were going to get that type of opportunity. That's not going to be there. You've already passed that. You passed 30. You didn't pass that point. And I feel like they got a lot of women, like I said, myself being close to 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if you take care of yourself and, and you could hit that. I feel like you could defy his odds because yeah. his odds are slim, but you could defy his odds. But you would literally have to have taken care of yourself. When I say TLC all the way to, mm-hmm. especially being a female, because everything's so sensitive and she has it. That's why I said I agree with what he said, just not how he said it. Yeah. Because it was a better way to say that to her. But I can understand him getting pissed because she kept asking the same thing. And she acted like she wasn't understanding. She was playing dumb. And I mean, he did and give I her the point. Tell her, Girl, if you don't take some of that money and go buy. And see, the thing about that conversation, he did give her the point of saying, this is not supposed to be your open conversation about your life. We can do a separate counseling where it's not out here in the public. But you decide to call in. I was trying to. So that's why I was confused because I was like, he said he talked to her separately and it was supposed to be uh, a private session, but she did, she called the she line decided. anyway. Yes. I felt like she kind of was looking for, she was looking for attention too, in a way. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe she thought 
or maybe the thought could have crossed her mind if I call, maybe somebody will hear me out or they yeah. may be interested. And he, she, I had a feeling she knew he was going to be harsh because she's watched him before. Everybody's so seen this man at this point. Be harsh like, and she, you exactly. know what you're getting when you I come into she, these. she drove him to that point to talk to him crazy. She did that on purpose. Yeah. I mean, she knew what she was going to get out of that. Yeah, I feel like and a lot of them are seeing what they're going to the get. Watch the show. We all know how mm-hmm. he is. And yeah. that was my thing. Like I, I watched him do another I one think with she was uh, looking for some sympathy because you know how yeah. somebody will feel sorry. But I watched him do this as well. With um, there was a young man that came onto the show, and he went over everything in regards to like how he's not able to get girls and stuff like that. And so he just went down the list of like exactly okay. So what do you do? And he was like, I'm I'm a college student. He was like, okay, that's weird. That you're not able to find girls. All right. Um. So what is like your studies? And he told him his studies. He was like, okay, so you want to go into finance. So what do you plan on doing with a finance degree? And he immediately jumped to what most people jump to when they think about finance. Oh, I'm going to be a banker. You're not going to start off as a banker. You're not going to do that. You're not going to be a banker at a credit union. You're not going to be a banker at a financial company. That's just not going to happen. That's not going to be your first move. Then he went ahead and said, okay, so what? So you want to be a banker. How much do you think you're going to make in your first year? And he drops, oh, I'm going to make um, 55000 Nobody at an entry level really? makes 55000 annually. I was about to say that. Nobody does I was that. Just, I was going to say With that. Who any you know? entry Who level you know position. Exactly. With any entry level position, you're not going to make that amount of money. So we can go ahead and scratch that off the board right then. The next thing he asks him. Okay, so um, what school do you go to? And he's like, I go to a community college. Okay, so what do you? What's your next school that you're going to go to to get that bachelor's degree? Since you know community college is primarily associate degrees, and then you move on to a bachelor's degree. And he's like, uh, I hadn't really thought about that too much. What? You ain't gonna become a banker with an associate's degree. You're not gonna get a good entry level job with an associate's degree. So what are you doing? All right. Keeps going on. He's like, all right. So where are you meeting these females? Where are you meeting these women? Where do you plan on meeting them? Oh, well, you know, I, I can meet them at like, you know, the grocery store or the library or everything stops. We go the grocery store or the library. I get you. That's that's great that he thinks that that's how it's going to work. You're telling me you really can't communicate with women in the first place. You think you're going to do very well going into a grocery he store seems, in a casual. He seems like, um, he seems like what you call it, an old romantic. Mm-hmm. Finds, you, finds a woman while she's doing her errands and helps her out and shit. That, that's what he's looking at. I think so. That's he what he's looking at. He reminds me of the notebook kind of love. That's not going to happen. But he starts eating through him, basically, like just destroying this kid. To a point of he was like he went as far to ask this dude his his size. Oh, okay. yeah. And the guy was like, "What do you How mean? Like, what, what do you mean by the size? Like, you know, if you got that or you got that, don't don't play around. You know, you know, <laughs> you, you know what you. I broke down you know laughing. That shit was hilarious. I was just like, hold on. <laughs> Did not just throw that out there. Saying, you know what you got. You know you got this or you got that. Which one you got? 
because undoubtedly there has to be something else for this woman to be standing around you because there's no other way like <laughs> from what you're telling me this don't fit you're not gonna get what you think you're gonna get oh you kind of cut out a little bit Yeah, I'm just, I was trying to gather my thoughts so I <laughs> myself so I could kind of laugh. But um, they wanted to laugh loud in the thing because it was pretty funny what you just said. He's, he's staying around for a reason. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest. So, yeah, he got to have something. So maybe he got it and he just don't have the rest of it together. Mm. Let's just hope that because I feel like you got to have something going with yourself. I mean, I hope that, but that's my thing is like. He does this with Did both genders. Uh, he he ain't say nothing. He went quiet. He went silent. The guy on the phone went completely silent. That's what I was saying because I probably I feel like I would have cried, just just bald, just right there. But that's my thing. Is like he's doing this with both. So this is where I come to when it comes to people saying that is he extremely too harsh? I mean, if he's doing it with both genders. And I've heard a lot more towards, um, well, I've, I've listened to a lot of different black women that have had very large disagreements with how he's doing his work. And he even considers himself as the opposite of what Steve Harvey does, which I'm going to be honest, I don't really care too much for what Steve Harvey does um, in regards to, like, I understand he's trying to cons- keep it positive, but he's also telling you what you want to hear. And it's not actually building right. anybody. Well, it's, he doesn't to a certain to a certain extent. Mm. He, he, you know, he, he tells it like it is because he go around hurting people's feelings. That's why you you not read one of his books. He's pretty mm-hmm. much a something. I feel like he's just an older version, maybe of, of Kevin Samuels, because you know he he's a little younger than Steve. Yeah. So I feel like he's an older version because you know as people get older, they tend to get a little bit more. Um, they get nicer. They get a little bit more gullible. You know. Yeah. So, and then you got to think of all the experience too, Steve didn't have, because he's been married, I don't know how many times, God. So, <laughs> you got to think about that. So, a lot of that comes into play. Oh, man. Too. That just but put me I back. I do believe that they, I feel like they're one, they're one in the same. Hmm. That's what I said. I think they're one in the same. It's just the tactics they go about using. Yeah. Because he's more gentle to a certain extent, because he'll tell a woman, it ain't no, because on this show, he'll tell her, it ain't no way. They get up in the audience asking them for these men or about the men. And he was like, you don't even do this. How you going to ask a man for something you can't do for yourself? <laughs> see, that's, so, that's, and I feel like that's the same. But see, that's the big Kevin question. Is like, like I'm, I'm listening to other people that are like, oh, he's way too harsh. He's going way too far with what he's doing. He shouldn't be doing no. this in public. And I'm like. I don't think so. I think it's exactly what's needed. To a point. It is exactly what's like, needed. Yes, he's. He's a breath of he's a breath of fresh air it's in all of this shattering um, this idea because I mean in society now because everything's so sugar coated now. Well, that's the thing we've are so been sensitive. so stuck in these ideas of what we see on Instagram and how we see people um, through social media that we think everybody has a perfect life. And of course, oh, she met this person; he was making yeah. billions of dollars, and you know, it's just supposed to happen like that. That's the way it's supposed to happen for everybody. And you people see, a, don't know what go on behind people get lost. Doors. And that's what I love when I always hear this one thing. Oh, you know, I want to travel with my person and I want to be able to go all these places. How much is your person making? Because I know as an average person, you going on vacation maybe two or three times yeah. out of the year. 
Yes, and then a lot of times, too, people, it's not even just the money because if you travel a certain time of the year, mm -hmm. throughout the year, you could travel more than twice, but it's just what kind of job do you have? You know, to be having all that so time. Damn you know, and still get paid. Yeah, and like, you still get paid and you make your full amount, no cuts, no nothing. It's like people don't understand the fantasy of being able to do whatever you want only applies to a, a small group of people. It only applies to mm -hmm. a small group of people that live off of you staring at their life. Correct. To a point, that's why they are living off media, of your people, eyes. People getting rich from that. And see, that's the thing that people need to understand when it comes yeah, to your time, you. your view. That's all money. All of that is money. Mm -hmm. And if you don't realize that you're wasting your time giving views to things that won't help you in your life. That's a waste of your time. And going back to Kevin Samuel, too, I feel like to a certain extent. People like him, these consultants mm -hmm. and these, what they call these consultants and these, 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 these online therapists and stuff like that. Because have cashed in on this consultant thing. They're yeah. this and this consultant, image consultant, relationship guru, all these different names they give themselves. I feel like they're not necessary. True. Because at the end of the day, the same thing that he said, I guarantee. You, your mom, sister, cousin, best friend. Hell, to give even you the that exact same advice. That you today, your ex or somebody has mm -hmm. told you about the same bad traits, bad issues, narcissistic issues, whatever issue you got going on, they mentioned it. But yeah. you failed to listen. But because he's on a higher platform, it's like it matters. But for what? Now this you're is, making him rich. This is somebody not that's necessary. You not know what's wrong about you. And a registered it. therapist. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't have any literal paperwork Zero behind him. There's credentials no degrees, no nothing. giving you advice and you are sitting through and you are basically making entertainment for this man. That's all you're doing. And you letting this man curse you out, degrade you, and call you all kind of, and basically belittle your life. I exactly. Wish, I, see, I don't say that. I don't say the N-word, but I wish, <laughs> I wish he would. And see, that's the thing. I like wish I, somebody would, because see, they don't make you say that. I see his point of view, but at the same time, I need people to understand when it comes to your time, please use it wisely. Time is money. Yeah, you can be your eyes are money. man that you asking him about. And you're wasting your time trying to get advice yes. from a man, well, from a guy that's calling himself an image consultant with no credentials. I want to know, do you know if he's actually married? Question. Is he married? I don't think so. Himself? I think he's been married twice. I, I've been trying to look that up and been trying to figure it out. Like he's been married twice. Can't keep a wife or a husband or whoever it is. Because I'm not sure. Because that's that's questionable, too. To be an image consultant and not mm -hmm. saying that his sexual orientation matters. It's just that it's literally you can't tell. So how are you going to ask this man? And even if he's been married twice mm -hmm. to two women, you're consulting somebody who can't keep a wife. So obviously he has issues. Them same things that he's screaming and talking to you about? Yeah. He can't. I feel like people, you can't, don't ask anybody for relationship advice that ain't married, can't get married, mm. can't stay married. And he can't stay married. So I would, why would you ask him? Now you're making him rich for what? And that's the main thing. I mean, there's, there's, 
there's a lot of distractions in regards to what he's saying. It Anybody can go at him in a couple of different ways to be able to kind of distract from the idea. But I do think to a point um, the harshness is kind of needed for certain people. He did have one person on his show that kind of needed that because she just basically wanted to hang around basically sports stars and celebrities and was asking why can't she get a regular person that's nice and good but she was selfish her whole idea was that mm -hmm, she wasn't looking for somebody that wanted to have a family even though she said she wanted she later on said she wanted to have a family she started off saying, I don't know if I want to have kids. Then flipped it and said, yeah, I would, I would want to have kids if he wants to have kids. I'm like, no, 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 no. Where's your want? What do you want to do? She's just following the money. Because if he makes the money, I guarantee you, whatever decision he if she she's wants the follow. money like that, whatever decision he makes, she's going to jump it. And that's the thing. She's a beautiful girl. She was a beautiful girl. And I was just like, how do you stick into the situation? And then the more you listen, you go, oh, I know what type you are. You're the type that sits outside mm-hmm. in the lobby waiting for the star to come down so you can get picked. A lot of them be real pretty like that, but have low self-esteem. And Huge. I do feel like a lot of the women that call in on his show, they, they can have it made. Mm-hmm. When I say look, be flawless, be beautiful, uh, have an amazing life, live in an amazing place. You know, they've traveled, they've done this and that. Yeah. They got all this money and they don't need a man to do it all. But yet they have such low self-esteem because I like to let somebody degrade you and scream at you like that. Hell, I could, you, you might as well go let your mama scream at you for free. But see, that's you the thing. You don't have it's, to pay him to yell at you. Even when it comes to that, it's some of those people are getting off on that. I, I can't believe that some people aren't getting off on the fact that he is basically belittling them. There are some people with very. Oh, so you think they like it. I got a feeling they do. Because they don't go and cry. They don't go and get mad or anything like that. They sit there and they take it and they move on. Well, just like, and possibly too, it could be a a fame thing. Because remember the the show we were talking about, the average girl Mm -hmm. that he was calling average? I know she did an interview with a couple news news sites right after that. So I feel like fame comes with that too. Like they want to be... Because they, they get fame from being that victim, yeah. from being victimized like that, which is crazy. But I guess money comes in and fame comes with that. Money changes. So money can I feel change like the situation ask, very quickly. A, right. That's why you say you, you, if you ask it, do I think he's a scam artist? To a certain extent, mm-hmm. yes, because he's literally not needed. I do feel like he scams because you can get that opinion for free, literally. Yeah. Like I said, you. that's like you and I. I could call him. Mm-hmm. And you're my best friend. So who am I going to call? If I want to just go get my ass chewed out, I could just call you for free. Yeah. And you can give, give you me the, the real versus paying him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But you that's can the way. You can light my ass up for six, seven, seven. But see, some six, people don't have that. I could pay you. But see, some people don't have that. And they don't and have the right people around choice. them in the first place. That's what I'm saying. It's and not so my choice. They now they're, to, they're they digging choose. out for somebody to give them that type of, well, hard discussion that they need to have. About themselves, and he happens to be the person right now that's able to do it. But do I think it's good? They better go get a therapist. Nah. (laughs) Do I think it's entertaining? Get a therapist. It's It's hell of entertaining. I will not lie. I sat through some of that shit. Was just like, yo, y'all need to stop. Like, can you stop talking to him? 
cut yourself off please I'm stop guilty. i'm I'm guilty because I'd be crying laughing at that. I'd be like, this. I'm like, I wish I would let somebody talk some shit about me to my face and I would stay on and it's being broadcasted to millions of people. Hell no. They never hang up. No, they sit through it. This is why I think nobody hangs up. They enjoy it. This is why it leads for me to think that they are enjoying this. They get paid for it? Maybe. Maybe that's a part of the whole. People set up stuff that. People set up stuff ahead of time, and you know, like reality TV. Oh, that shit's always. He pays them so much to sit through it. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if he pays them so much to sit through? It'd be smart on his part if he's running this type of scam. Then that's that's smart on his part. Like, I can pay you to come on. All you have to do is just take my take my advice. Um, I'm going to give you an outlandish script of what you should say and who you are and how much you make and shit like that. Because he does it with everybody. Yeah. I'll give you the script. But I feel you like call he, in, and I. But see, he only he only picks up how many people a show. Yeah, it's like maybe what two or how three. How many people he talked to at two or three? Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Because my thing is, he's not going to get on the phone with just any crazy person. I guarantee you, they vet that person's background because this is all set up beforehand. So he could honestly be be a scam, like a reality, like reality TV. Not even really a scam artist. Yeah. It just all could be planned out, and he could have paid them something. For for the show, true. If you catch my drift, it could. So that I mean, could it's, be another reason a, why they take this. Shit. There's a couple of points of like unsurety when it comes to this man, but to a point, man. Right now, it's entertaining. I'm enjoying the fuck out of it. Um, hopefully, they figure out <laughs> that this man maybe is scamming their asses, or maybe he's becomes legit, and that shit would throw me the fuck off. But um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see where this goes from here. But outside of that, man. Everybody that's listening, leave in the comments. Tell me what you think of this man. What you think of Kevin um, Samuels and see exactly, do you believe that he's a scam? Do you believe that he's helping out people? Or do you think that he is basically making things worse? Um, It's all going to be left out to you guys. So outside of that, we're going to end it right there. Um, Nisha, I'm going ahead and let you um, put in your last tagline and then we'll be out. Yeah, if you guys want to find me, Instagram is where to find me. All right. As you already know, you can find me at That Man Jones. Um, We'll be back again with a new episode. And subscribe. See you guys later. Peace.